0: What's up, you guys? Welcome to High Maintenance Mommy. I'm your host, of course, Carissa. And if you are new here, fucking welcome. I love you guys so much. Watching the growth of this podcast has been amazing. But let's just dive right in. This is Diary of a Recovering Mean Girl. And I know when I told some people about this episode, they were like, you, a mean girl? And, you know, insert the maniacal laughter. I was like, ha ha ha. I am. No, totally kidding. I am not that girl anymore. And I am proud of that. I am not proud of the girl I was in the past. But in order to be the girl I am today, I had to acknowledge her. And I still have to acknowledge her. Because as I've told you many times before, as much as I've changed, we can all relapse into old behaviors. Nobody is exempt from that. There are times where all of us can, despite our best efforts. But, you know, my journey is always to keep it real with y'all. And when I talk about the trolls and I talk about misery, loving company, and all of those things, and to really stand firm in who you are and your boundaries, it's because I was the person on the other end, y'all. I was the unnecessary asshole. I know it was hard for me to say that I had to record this about 15 times <laughs> because it's not something I'm proud of but not only do I want to keep it real with you guys but I want you to understand that not anybody who is at that level and being that mean can't be in a good place like I will call bullshit if you're like no I'm in a really good place I just like truly enjoy being a fucking vicious asshole to everybody i'm gonna be like yeah okay and i mean listen in some cases it might be true right in some cases there are very very mean people who are just mean not all people are good not all parents are good that is just the reality however most often than not I feel like there's some underlying issues. When I was at my meanest moments, y'all, I was going through some shit. I remember like 19 to 21, like I had a bone to pick with life. I was like, really life? Go fuck yourself. I was so upset and resentful when I had this chip on my shoulder. And also, I was just mad, sad. I was in a very dark place and without even realizing it at the time, right? Because hindsight's twenty twenty. Misery loves company, y'all. When I was fucking mean, it was like I was sending everybody an invitation and I wanted you to RSVP, right? And I wanted to rattle your cage. I wanted to insert myself in an aggressive way into whatever situation we were in. And particularly if I felt like you scorned me. I never had anybody to back me up. I never had anybody that was my advocate. I never had anybody that I felt truly had my back when I needed it. So I had to be that person for myself. And what did I experience growing up but a ton of violence, anger, and just... Yeah, everything that came with that. So, not only was that normal to me, but to me, I also saw it as an armor. Okay, well, I can always keep you at an arm's distance because I'll fucking blow up and be a bitch and make sure that you don't want to get too close. I was like a fucking cactus, dude. I saw, like, yeah, you can look at me from afar and I'm beautiful and majestic, right? But you get close, I'm fucking up- stab your ass. But happy to announce that we're here now okay and as much as I joke you guys it is hard for me to talk about it is because when I look back at that girl I'm proud of her for making the decision to be where I am now but I also just feel bad like oh my gosh she was so insecure and just didn't know how to stand firm and who she was And I wasn't insecure with my looks. I was insecure with who I was, right? I felt like damaged goods. I felt like if people truly understood the background that I came from and the family that I lived in, the dynamic that I lived in, you know, especially with everybody participating in the selling of the drugs and the this and the that, I felt like people were going to look at me like I was dirty, like I was easily... I could be easily discarded, like, oh, whatever, like, you're all just fucking scum and, you know, forgotten about. That's how I felt. I felt like, okay, well, I don't have these picture-perfect families that all of these fucking kids seem to have. I went to a private school. We were very poor. These other families weren't. Um, And I remember the realization of us being at a different point than other families when, you know, this little girl, she had these shoes on, and at the time I think it was DVS's or something. They had just become really popular and they're fucking expensive. Okay. And I remember being like, oh, those are so cute. And she was like, Yeah, they're only like a hundred dollars. You should ask your mom to get them. And I remember knowing that a hundred dollars was a lot of money. That's how I knew, like, oh, okay, I think like our family is a little different. Because I remember her saying that and I was like, Damn, dude, $100 on some fucking shoes, that's a lot. Like, what? <laughs> it's crazy. And I was aware of our financial situation and that that just wasn't something that was going to happen easily for our family, right? And so you could imagine even stuff like that instantly put me on the defense, like, okay, well, it—it ne- it, just all of it mixed together, right? And at a certain point in my life, I got bullied really bad. So then instead of continuing to get bullied, I was like, oh, well, I'll just be the fucking asshole and then no one will want to ever, ever even fucking talk to me again, even if they don't like me. So it was a multitude of reasons, but boiling it down to one thing was I was ashamed. I felt deep shame in who I was and a lot of things. And I was fucking angry, right? So pairing that with like the angst of a teenager, right? You can only imagine how that progressed. But I had to do a lot of self-reflecting. A lot. In order to get out of that mind state, y'all, it was not easy for me. Because I will tell you all the time that nothing grows from comfort. And I'm real comfy cozy being that fucking asshole. So I had to do a lot of self-reflecting and, number one, realize I was being mean. Number two, why the fuck was I being mean? Who do I think I am? I'm not special. Here's the thing. Yes, I am. We're all fucking special, okay? We are the shit. But my, I heavily identified with my traumas. My traumas that wasn't and isn't who I am. That's not my personality. It's not a personality trait to have a hard life. Did those things mold me into who I am and a lot of the things that I do now? Absolutely. Some bad, some good. I took the bad with the good and I tried to change it all into some form of fucking good or ain't like, let's rectify this shit. We're in our 30s now, bitch. But truly. <laughs> truly. It was it's still a journey. I still am fully capable of relapsing into being a mean girl. I can confidently say that I will never be that girl again. I will never be that vicious girl that just was out for blood. I would joke and compare it to a shark like I would smell blood in the water and I was fucking out for it my eyes were rolling in the back of my head and I was fucking predatory I was gonna rip you to shreds before you even got the opportunity to open your mouth and fucking tell me an opinion I was gonna burn you to ashes before it even happened and if you did get one over on me I was like oh oh oh. Oh. here we go here we go bitch buckle for this ride and again am I proud of that person absolutely not but when I feel her creeping up I need to be able to acknowledge it and be real like hey get that shit in check girl (laughs) pump the brakes rein it in period so yeah as you can imagine certain things are a battle and one thing I had to learn is number one not everyone is good I always operated from this point where I was like, oh, well, everybody has some good in them. That may be partly true, but if there's one thing I've realized from my own journey, y'all, is unless that person is willing to change, unless that person is willing to do the inner work and really get real with themselves and gaslight themselves a little bit, maybe (laughs) like, hey, listen, you fucking asshole, all right, Um, but really, unless they're really willing to go down that journey and put more tools into their emotional toolbox other than anger and like misery and all that shit nothing is gonna change and nothing changes if nothing changes so I wanted to talk to you guys from the point of view of someone who probably was that asshole in your life that I am now telling you to put boundaries with put forth boundaries with right I was that person and I'm telling you from their perspective so as much as I want you to be empathetic and kind, even those people, part of me look like doing the self-reflecting was realizing that I had to own all of the shit I did. All of that terrible shit that I did or the terrible ways that I made people feel. Not only did I have to own that, but I had to own the consequences as well. No amount of apologizing is going to make this person forgive me because I hurt them and I'm not allowed to say that I didn't. I truly hurt them, and now I need to suffer the consequences of them not wanting anything to do with me, or putting boundaries on our relationship, where now the dynamic is not the same. You just lost someone that was really important to you. So that was another part of my journey, realizing that it was mostly for myself. But if I wanted these genuine relationships and connections, I had to change. I had to. And I wasn't doing it for the other people. I didn't like when I was that mad. It is anxiety inducing. It's a shit show. But I really did have to sit with myself and think. If you want a partner who loves you. And I might get emotional. I'm sorry. If you want a partner who's truly there for you. And friends who love you. You have to show up as the same You have to. So although I do want you guys to gain a little bit of understanding and that misery truly loves company, even if we don't realize it, you still need to put forth those boundaries because unless the person is willing to change, you are not going to say anything to them that is going to make them change. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some things that people have said to me along the way on my journey that I've held on to and reflected on, dissected, marinated on, and was like, oh my gosh, like this was such a good type of information. But prior to that, when I wasn't in the mindset of, oh, I need to turn this fucking ship around, we're going into some crazy choppy waters, I was not in the mindset to hear what you had to say. Constructive criticism, what's that? Fuck off. To me, it was always an attack because I was so in just this fight or flight mode while also being an asshole that I wasn't ready to hear what you had to say. This is why I'm so big on the boundaries. Because I had to realize myself why people put boundaries forth with me. I knew deep down I was a good person, but I wasn't being it. No matter how much I could preach like, oh, I promise I'm good underneath this. It's too late. And I always say this I want to see everybody eat. Doesn't mean that they are going to eat at my table. Doesn't mean I'm giving them an invitation to come to dinner, right? I want you to do well, but I no longer want to participate in this with you. Whether it be friendship, whether it be family, whether it be a romantic relationship, sometimes the best thing you could do. Is cut those people out, is to put those boundaries forward. And I understand that a lot of people are like, listen, I understand they're going through a hard time and I realize that they need someone there for them. Absolutely. But I'm here to tell you that when you are consistently giving time and energy to someone who was just there to siphon it and they don't even realize it, that's a dangerous place to be because now you're compromising yourself in order to accommodate that person. Now you're compromising your family's values in order to accommodate that person. And people did that for me, y'all. And that was one of the biggest eye-openers. Like, I don't want anyone to walk on eggshells around me anymore and feel like they can't even have a real conversation with me because I'm going to blow up. And part of that was the armor. If you're listening to this and you're like, damn, I may be that asshole, take off that armor. Because I know more than anybody that it keeps people at an arm's distance. And that's al- That's also a comfy space, right? You'll never get too close, motherfucker. You will never get too close to be able to hurt me because I will fucking make sure you don't. And as soon as you try to, boom, here comes the viciousness to keep you at fucking bay. Right? Take off that armor. Let someone in. And if you have that mean asshole in your life, stop feeling mad for them. You can love them, you can want them to do well. Stop feeling bad for them to where it is compromising yourself, right? That will be your demise is continuously try to be there for that person while they take, take take, take, take from you. As hard as that is to hear, and as hard as that is for people to do, because sometimes it may be your fucking mom, your sister. Your own partner. These people that are close to you and it's hard to do, but the boundary needs to be put in place. Because you're never going to change them. And again, continuously playing their fucking game is going to chip away at you. That is an energetic exchange. And each time you're giving a little piece of yourself to them and they're just taking it and soaking it up. Don't let it fucking happen. And if you are that mean person, I'm here for you. I'm here to give you advice, but I'm also going to give you a little bit of tough love. It is hard. And I'm never going to come on here and tell you guys it isn't hard to try to change or become better. It's never too late, but it's hard. But if that is your number one excuse and you're going to tell me, well, Carissa, it's hard. I will be soft and I will be gentle with you, but to a point expect me to be very direct in that moment because anything worth having isn't easy and if you're just gonna sit there and be like oh it's hard I'll be there for you but chances are I'm not gonna listen to a lot of that because that to me is reading that you're probably not in the space to really do that heavy self-reflection that's fine that's fine But again, I can't compromise myself to try and help someone who doesn't want to help themselves or has any interest in having a reciprocal relationship because they're still so blinded by their own anger, resentment, sadness. And that is not to say we all can't have our problems. You know this. I don't need to even preface this shit with this anymore. If you listen to enough episodes, you know that this is said without judgment. This is said without any of that but it is said with a little bit of tough love and I'm gonna call a little bit of bullshit and say what have you done to actually start changing though it's so hard it is but what are you actually doing are you just saying that to keep yourself back or are you actually saying like damn this is hard but it's okay I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it I just need a little bit of support right? So if I come at you in a little bit of a way, please don't be offended. I'm not trying to accuse you of anything. I'm not trying to say like, oh, well, you're not ready for this. Like, fuck you. No. But I am going to be like, hey, like, let's get real. Okay. I'll be here for you. But I'm also the type of friend where I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass. So if you're used to all those people walking on eggshells and then you come knocking on my door, and you're like, I need some advice, just be prepared for the realness, because as I said, there's a difference between being mean and being real, but if you're in a very fragile state where, (laughs) because it's funny, because sometimes the most unnecessary assholes are usually the most sensitive, they're so fucking mean and they're usually the most sensitive, like I'm just gonna prepare you, be in that mindset where you're like, Carissa might try to strip away some of these layers and get really down to the nitty-gritty, okay? Okay. I'm not gonna be that person in your life that's gonna walk around in eggshells and be like, oh yeah, no. I will give you empathy and kindness and love. But I'm also gonna be very direct. So just 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 be prepared. I love you guys so much. I will end this here. And just so you know, whatever journey you're on. It doesn't have to look exactly like this, whether maybe you're in a very, very dark space and just depressed, whatever it may be. I understand that it's tough and please don't think I'm ever taking away from that. I'm just here to encourage you. I'm here to be that person that will tell you the things that may be a little bit harder to hear, but out of love. And it is a little bit of tough love, I will admit, but it is out of love, genuine love and caring and wanting to... Just get to it, right? I'm not interested in small talk. If you're here to talk about some heavy shit, let's talk about the heavy shit. But please know that no one's journey is perfect. If you're someone who is feeling that, but you relapse a little bit to old behaviors, it is fine. That is normal. Don't beat yourself up. As I always end every episode, as much as I want to give you guys tough love, I also am always going to tell you guys to give yourself fucking grace. No matter what it looks like, no matter what hardships you're going through, give yourself some grace. It's not going to be easy. Buckle the fuck up. It is hard, but you got this and you are stronger than you even fucking know. So stop sitting there and victimizing yourself. Had to save this one to the end. (laughs) I thought it would make a lot of people maybe just turn it off. Stop victimizing yourself. A lot of us have gone through hard shit and we are in this victimhood mentality and we don't even fucking realize it. Stop it. Stop it. Knock it off. I say that with love too. You're not a victim. You're a powerful ass bitch and everything that has happened to you won't bold you into an even more powerful ass okay but this goes for my guys too you gotta get past the hump baby you gotta knock it the fuck off and get to go and get that ball rolling okay no one is victims here I'm never going to identify as a victim ever again. I'm never going to purely identify as healing. I am a human who's merely going through life and I want to do it consciously with open eyes. Join me on this fucking journey if that's what you want to do too. I love you guys so much. Tell me what you think. If you are a mean girl, I'm sorry. If you're someone that gets called mean just because you're direct, sorry. I'm not fucking sorry. Keep being you because that's what we need more of. Fuck the mean girl, but be direct, right? And if people want to tell you you're mean just because you're being direct, nah. They are not the fucking real ones, period. Let me say that again. If someone is calling you mean and painting you out to be the villain because you are being direct with your feelings and how you need them to act, fuck that shit. That is a manipulation in and of itself. And fuck that negative energy. Keep doing you. I love you guys so much. Tell me what you think again. Slide into those DMs. As I always say though. Unless you're a fucking creep. Okay? Okay. Love you all so much. Bye. Here's another little tidbit too. That I needed to leave you guys with. And this might sound a little harsh. But you know. What can you do? A lot of people that are in that mind space. And that are mean. You know. Dark space. The whole you know. Black hole. Misery loves company, whatever that may look like, even if they're not mean. A lot of people like to play the blame game, right? They like to blame their life. They like to blame the people around them. Scenarios, my life fucking sucks. Oh my gosh. And I get it. Sometimes life really does suck for all of us. That's why I say no one is special. But maybe the common denominator is you. I'm going to say that again. Maybe the common denominator Is you. You are your own worst enemy. You are the one that is making things worse. Because you refuse to change anything. Or any which way of who you are. You refuse to do any self-reflecting. You refuse. To have a reciprocal relationship with the people that have been there for you. And done everything for you. You refuse. So more than just calling yourself a victim. I want everyone who feels that way, who maybe feels a little fucking called out right now, maybe the common denominator is you. Maybe you're the asshole. When you look around and you're like, wow, why do all of these people have such an aversion to me? Or why is all this shit happening to me, 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 me? How many times do you fucking say me in a day? Me, 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 poor me, poor me, poor me. Again, I'm not here to judge you. I am here to simply say maybe the fucking common denominator is you. And I'm going to leave you with that because it may sting a little, but it might be the truth, right? This is another another just little tidbit, right, of Carissa and what I always say, that being direct is different than being mean. I'm not being mean to you. I'm being incredibly direct and honest. Reflect and look on your life and realize that maybe the problem is you. And if it is, that's a hard fucking pill to swallow. But baby, grab some water and swallow that pill. Because in 2023, we're turning this shit around, okay? Love you. Mean it. Bye.